You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your host, Peter Inch. Good morning. I'm Peter Inch, host of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, and general manager of Roy Inch & Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company. We hope you'll uh, be able to join us every Saturday morning from 9 to 9.30 as we'll provide information to you, our listeners, about heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and how you can save energy on those products in your home. But most important, the phone lines are open. So call in with any question you have relating to heating, air conditioning, or plumbing. Uh, And you can call us locally at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. And one lucky caller today will win a free Nest uh, carbon monoxide detector. So don't wait. Give us a call right away. And in the studio today, we have Dan Peterson, our plumbing manager. How a London Knights update for today? <laughs> uh, the, the Knights played really well last night. Uh, if they had played uh, three periods instead of one, I'm sure they would have come away with uh, a, an easy victory. But they played really well. They were down. They came back in the third period, played really well, and lost it in a shootout. Yeah, it. Uh, I saw the shootout when I got home, and it uh, that was exciting. Uh, it was. So. Uh, and we have your lovely wife sitting in here with us, Lynn. <laughs> so welcome, Lynn. We're glad you could come in and keep Dan under control while we go through this next half hour. <laughs> now, we've been uh, getting some calls at the shops about air in uh, boilers, in the rads and everything. And I wondered if you could explain, you know, first of all, what people can do bleeding Mm-hmm. But also there's a way that they don't have to do that anymore. That's right. Um, most uh, hot water heating systems, most, have uh, manual air vents on the rads. And you can uh, open that manual air vent up to let the air out. If you have, if you hear water running in your heating system or it sounds like there's water running, that's the first indication that you have air. An easy thing to do is to turn off your heating system, turn your boiler off, your pump off, let it sit for 15, 20 minutes, and the air will go to the highest place it can, and then you can go bleed your rads, turn everything back on again. But most systems have manual vents. There are automatic air vents that you can get now, too. And they're a little cylinder. They look like a cylinder, about an inch and a half in diameter. And the air will accumulate in that cylinder and automatically let itself out. So if you have manual air vents on your rad, a little wheel that you have to go and turn and open, then you would should consider putting automatic air vents on. And then when you do get air into the system, it will let itself out. The problem is being with those is when you have air get into the system, make sure that your boiler feed is putting water in because when you let air out of the system, you have to put water in to replace that. So if you can tell that your pressure is down low on your boiler to what it normally is, it's probably because that feed, you're letting air out and that feed isn't letting water back in. 
and that just usually makes the, makes the situation worse. Even if you have automatic air vents, you still have to make sure that you're maintaining the proper pressure. All right. Well, we'll go to the uh, phone lines. We've got uh, Helen on the line. Uh, go ahead with your call, Helen. Go ahead with your question, Helen. Oh, hi. Hi. Uh, yes, I have a furnace that is, uh, oh, about 20 to 25 years old. I didn't think it was that old, but that's, I had someone come in and check it, just to check it for the winter to, so that I wouldn't have it go out or have problems. And uh, he checked it all over, and he said that it was an old furnace. I needed a new one, and he said that he checked the heat exchange and the pilot light and the fan. He said the heat exchange was getting old and that the fan belt was too tight. He couldn't loosen it, that he wanted to sell me a new one. Well, I'm a senior on a, on a in, uh, fixed income. I don't want a new one unless I'm having problems. Yeah, the the biggest concern, the fan belt or the adjustment of that, that should be able to be done. You know, that, that to me is not a huge problem. Yes. The heat exchanger is where we get worried. Yes. Um, if a heat exchanger fails or cracks, as we call it, you'll get carbon monoxide leaking through that and into the home. Oh. So that's our concern. And when we get up to 20, 25 years, as long as that furnace is being checked every year, because we can look at it and say we think it's getting to the point where this could happen, but nobody can tell you exactly when it's going to fail, whether that will be tomorrow a month from now or a year from now. Nobody can say that. Oh, I see. So the two things we do, to, if you want to keep it, to make sure that everything's okay, we want a carbon monoxide detector in your home. Yes, I have one. Okay. Then we want to make sure that you are set up for a yearly maintenance where someone's going to come out and check that heat exchanger every year. And I recommend that in August. And the reason I recommend it in August, let's say it is cracked. You now have a couple of months to figure out what you want to do before you really need heat. If you do it in Jan, you know, December or January or February, if the heat exchanger is cracked, we have to turn the furnace off. And now you're into a panic situation of where you've got to fix that. Well, uh, he didn't say it was cracked. He just said, look at it. And I didn't know what he was talking about. He said, just look at your heat exchanger. He said, uh, you know, uh, this furnace is old. And he, But he didn't say it was cracked. He said something about the pilot light was hard to light or something. But he said, you will not get carbon monoxide poisoning, so he said, don't worry about it. So I, I really don't know where I'm going here. Well, what I would say, it sounds like it hasn't failed. It's okay, because if it had, he would have to do what we call tag it and shut it off. Yes, I understand that. So it, it's safe to operate, but he's just starting to give you some signs that, you know, the motor and the belt's having a problem, the pilot's having a problem, the heat exchanger's getting worn. He's trying to, you know, a lot of people say he's trying to sell you a new furnace. Yeah. No, he's trying to inform you that you're going to need a new furnace at some point, and you may start to investigate that. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's not now or a month from now, but, you know, next year or the year after, you may have an issue. And yeah. he's saying you might want to start looking at, uh, you know, replacing that. And furnaces run, run quite expensive, aren't they? I mean, they run around thirty-five grand. 
No, no. They start, you know, you'll start around anywhere from $2,000 and up, depending oh. on the type of furnace that you want. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, that sounds not too bad. No. And I mean, you'll save, the savings you'll get on your utility bills uh, are huge that you'll save on both electricity and gas. I see. So in a lot of times, you know, over, you know, five, six, seven years, you'll pay for that furnace with the savings you get on your utility bills. Yeah, well, I paid him $90, $95 to come out and just check it, and he just checked it, and he said not to uh, put any repairs into it because it was too old, and he couldn't loosen the fan belt. So what do you charge to come out and, and, and reassure me? Well, an inspection, we're 99 so we're right with them there. We would be doing a cleaning on it and a maintenance on it is 139 where we would come out, do an inspection as well as cleaning it up. Uh-huh. Yeah. I see. Do you think I should get another uh, 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 person to come out and check it for sure? No, I think he, I think he's done what he's what they should have done and they've informed you on what they should have done. So I would think you're okay. Uh, but... What, what, but I would book next year, get it scheduled for someone to come out next year for sure. What about the fan belt? He didn't fix that, and he said it's tight. He couldn't loosen it. Right. And so have you, you know, are you getting lots of airflow out of the registers? Uh, not as much as I used to. Okay. I used to get really blasts out of it, but when it was new, but it's, 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 it's come, it's, it's an airflow, but it's not as forceful as it used to be right so if you would like to change that then yes you have to have somebody come out but they are probably you'll be easily into a 200 dollars repair bill for that yeah yeah just for the fan belt that's right to get it sounds like the pulley they'd have to get a new pulley and a new fan belt uh the pulley isn't adjustable anymore or it's seized uh-huh. and that sounds like uh what they would have to replace i see Okay. Okay. Thanks (laughs) for the call. Okay. Bye. Bye. So that's uh, that's pretty common on those old furnaces that uh, that we uh, you know that those uh, pulleys they're usually an adjustable threaded pulley that they go go out on and adjust in and out. But if they haven't been changed for a long, long time, they end up seizing on the uh, the aluminum. I just wondered if. she had her filter checked at the same time, too. It might have a little bit to do with her airflow. Yep, she could have a plug yep. filter and uh, not getting the air through the furnace. Yep. That, and that's one thing, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, what what's important about changing your filter? Well, if, if your filter is clean, you can save up to 5% on your electricity bills by right. having replacing that filter. So, you know, they say, what's what's the difference? Well, a clean filter... In a in a furnace, you'll reduce the electricity consumption by five percent, and that can add up over time. That can add up quite a bit. Now I got a question for you, Dan. Okay. <laughs> On a toilet, mm-hmm. a leaky toilet. Yeah. Uh, that uh, if it's uh, leaking over a year, they say that will waste up to two hundred thousand liters of water. But my question is, how many swimming pools is it? I know the answer to this question. You've been watching the TV, have you? Yeah, I have. <laughs> Five swimming pools. That, now, that's a lot of water. <laughs> that is a lot of water. So, you know, we, we say to everybody, you need, you know, 40% of your water bill is used in the bathroom. 
whether that's through the toilet, shower, sink, or whatever, 40%. Exactly. And about half of that or more is the toilet in there that's because right. of uh, the flushing and everything. Right. So it's something that we believe you should check. And a couple of two or three drops of food dye uh, into the toilet tank and wait 10 minutes. And if you see the coloring running in the toilet bowl, then that tells you yeah. you're leaking water. That's right. And um, there's a few different places that water could leak from. And so uh, you have to check that out. And we used to be able to get toilet tablets. Um, we haven't been able to get them for a little bit. Uh, and we used to drop those in the tank, but now we're using food dye. Yeah, and I mean even a tea bag will work. A tea bag, anything that will basically discolor the water yeah. without hurting anything, which a tea bag will do also. Yeah, just don't drink it after you. Just don't drink it afterwards. But it's definitely something that if you haven't checked your toilets, we would recommend you go around and do that. And I mean, if you're thinking of replacing them, low flush toilets, which the old toilets used how many gallons or liters? Well, they could use anywhere from four and a half to five gallons of water, some of the old toilets. And... uh some people think that, well, I have a low-profile toilet tank on my in my home. Well, those were usually lower, but they were quite a bit wider. So you were still using the same amount of gallons, and it all depended on the throat of the toilet, the, the trapway, the size of the um, jets, things like that. And they needed to get that five gallons, four and a half gallons through there to make that toilet flush properly. But they've advanced so much in the last maybe nine, ten years that they're down to um, six liters of water to flush your toilet, yeah. which is yeah. um, quite a bit less than it was before. And the one point five gallons, I think it is. Really? Well, we'll uh, take a little break here for our commercials. Help pay the bills, you might say. So uh, if you have any questions, give us a call at, at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255.